guys. Oh my god, guys, we are here. We are back with Sports Wit Jesus. Sports Wit Jesus, baby. We are here. We're back, man. We're back with another episode. Um, you know, I'm just so grateful, man. I'm just so grateful again. We made it to episode number seven. Number seven, guys. Number seven, man. Let's go. We're here for we're here for episode number seven. You know, I know it's been a while. I know it's been a while. It's been like two weeks, uh, but better late than never. You know what I'm saying? Slowly, slowly but surely, man, we're going to get this podcast on the map. People are going to hear our voice, man. People are going to hear our voice. And, uh, you know, let's just get right into it. You know what I'm talking about? You know, we're going to keep it nice and simple today. Uh, we're not going to talk about much, mainly about the Knicks, uh, because that's really the the big that's the big news going on today, man. The Knicks, the Knicks are down. You know, they're down 3-1 in the series. Uh, they play today game five, an hour from now, an hour from this episode. So we're going to keep it nice and tight, you know, so we could, so we're able to catch this game and, uh, you know, get busy, man, and watch the Knicks come back from a 3-1 lead, man. It's, it's going to be history, man. It's going to be beautiful. And, uh, you know, Let's get it, man. Sorry if you hear any background noises. You know, I am I am recording in the middle of the day, you know, so we got some kids outside playing. You know, the, the weather is getting nice. And, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun. Uh, at first, I'd like to start off, um, you know, I wrote a little intro to, to let you guys know um, what's going on with me. All right. So uh, here we go, man. Wowie, wow, wow, man. Wowie, wow, wow. You love that. You never heard that. Uh, we are back, man. We're back, you know, with, with episode seven. You know, episode six was a little sloppy. Episode seven might be a little sloppy too, but, you know, as long as we're getting that out there, you know, we're always improving in, in some way, shape, or form. You know, so, uh, you know, I feel like every time I start an episode, I say it was a mission, you know. It was a journey to get here, and believe me, it was. It was. These past two weeks haven't been easy, you know. Nothing's easy. Uh, nothing's gonna be given to me, you know. Uh, everything is earned. Uh, no one is gonna, no one is gonna do anything for you, you know. We started this in April, folks, and here we are, man. We're here at episode seven, man. Let's go. Yeah, that deserves a round of applause, man. We made it to seven episodes. Uh, you know, it's a grind. It's been a grind, and uh, you know, I'm all for it, man. This is this is just gonna make me, and uh, you know, it'll all be worth it in the end, man. I'm sure of it. Uh, let me just give you a recap refa real fast on what happened in the world of Marcos ever since episode six. You know, episode six, Marcos had a tough time getting the episode out uh, because of the allergies or the sniffles that I had. Turns out that was the beginning of symptoms. That was the beginning of the flu, <laughs> the fluey flu flu for me. Uh, and wowie wow wow. It hit me so hard, man. It hit me so hard. Uh, I've never felt this bad in my life. Uh, you know, I had a headache. I had a runny nose. I had congestion, a cough, body ache, a fever, the chills, phlegm, sore throat, a cold. You know, all that good stuff, man. All that good stuff. And, uh, you know, the flu started two days after episode six on a Thursday. Uh, I woke up half dead, you know, half dead. I went into work thinking, you know, I could Iron Man it, thinking that it will just go away, you know, if I keep my mind off it. But I just couldn't, man. I just couldn't. 
I worked for 30 minutes and I asked to leave, man, because I just I just couldn't do it. I was so pissed, you know, that it was happening to me and I just couldn't help customers at all, man. I sold the hard drive and then after I just skedaddled, you know, I went home to try and recover. I went to I went home to try and recover, you know, to try to make it for the next day at work, you know. Uh, the next day of Friday, I went into work thinking I was okay, and it was just gonna blow by. Wrong. Although I was working merch, you know, which was one of the best days of my life. You know, it was it was one of the best days of my life because I just had a simple task, and not a simple task. I had a task. I did the task. And then my day was over. You know, I didn't have to deal with no customers. I just came in, did my job, and just bam, left. You know, I loved it. It was, it was, it was amazing. Um, you know, I was, but but while I was doing that, you know, I was still dealing with the flu. And uh, you know, the cherry on top, you know, while I was dealing with the flu, is that uh, my boy David, man, my boy David Gutierrez, Deadly Blaze, you know, 91, I think his name is on Twitch, you know, you want to give him a follow, uh, you want to go check him out, my boy, he's a really good Mortal Kombat player, he's funny as hell, um, you know, David is uh, one of my co-workers, you know, my best bud, you know, we were called Shake and Bake, that was his last day at the store. You know, that was his last day at the store. He got promoted and transferred to my old store. Uh the store that I had that had that I had left. <coughs> Sorry, you know, I'm still going through it. Um the store that I had just left in January, you know, and I'm I'm devastated. You know, I'm dealing with the flu and you and you lay this thing on me? One of my best buds? Shake and bake. You know, he's leaving, he's transferring. I just, I just can't believe it. I can't believe it, man. I'm I'm I was devastated, you know. Uh he was like one of the coolest guys in the store, man. You know, one of my, one of my best buds, man. He what does you know, you know how I be with your best bud in the in the work day, you know, that you guys hang out together, you guys get lunch together, we play we would play pool together. You know, it was just it was just fun working with the guy, you know, and the days go by faster, the days are easier. You know, going by when you're working with somebody like like David, man, you know, and and it's just it's sad to hear. You know, I'm happy for him. You know, he's going to get more money. Um, he's going to get more opportunity. But I'm just I'm just devastated, man. I'm devastated that, that my boy David. My boy David is leaving, man. You know, and I was just I was just sad. My boy David, man. My boy David has gone. And he, he's going to the old store that I left. A store that I, you know, I was dying in. I was dying in that store. And, you know, he's going over there, man. So all the best of luck to my boy David. You know, I love the guy. I'm I'm, I'm still going to see him. You know, I'm still going to hang out with him. You know, that's my dog, man. That's my boy. You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, uh, I'm happy for David, man. But. I'm devastated, you know, a great person and a great heart, you know, he's gone and, um, you know, this is Friday, man, we're still on Friday, um, you know, later in the day, you know, I fought against my body and I went to church, I went to church, you know, I shouldn't have, but man, did I fight to go, man, and, and man, did I have a good time, you know, I felt horrible, you know, I felt horrible, uh, uh, but I, but I went, man, I went. You know, it was raining too, and, you know, I was just, you know, I had to go. I had to go to church, and I just went to church, you know. Um, but I had a great time. 
I had a great time. You know, I learned about Peter and John uh, healing a beggar who couldn't walk outside of a temple. You know, that was such a beautiful thing. You know, life, um, you know, it was such a beautiful thing. You know, once the once the ceremony was over, I, I was the first one out of there. I had to leave. I, I was dying. Um, you know, but, you know, life continues to go on. You know, I couldn't I continue to deal with the flu, you know, drinking lots of tea, eating soup, drinking Tylenol and just dealing, man, just dealing. It got so bad that I forgot how it felt to be healthy again. I had forgotten the feeling of healthiness, you know, and it was just so scary. I had forgot how it felt to be, you know, non-sick and just just healthy, you know. That's how bad it got to. It's it's finally Monday. You know, this is uh this is we're still, you know, last week. Last week Monday. It's finally Monday and I have been resting, I've been recovering and now my asthma is acting up. You know, the flu caused my asthma to act up. I have shortness of breath. I have a deadly cough. And now this is another thing to overcome. You know, I'm just getting hit with stuff left and right. And it's all good, you know, though. Life goes on. Well, we'll just fast forward to, to Friday. You know, um, this past Friday. I had I had a decent week. You know, it was my boy's birthday. My boy, uh, my boy Moolah. Well, I won't say his real name, but, you know, they call him Moolah. Um, but, you know, it was his birthday, you know, we, we celebrated a quarter of a century. Happy birthday to my boy Moolah, you know, my boy from sixth grade, you know, 10 years strong, 10 years deep, you know. Um, but, you know, I had a good time with him spending his birthday. And, you know, Friday it was my other friend's birthday. Her name is Kathy. And, uh, you know, we went to the club, you know, we had a good time. Um, but, you know. You know, uh, um, during the week, you know, I, I, I saw Lethal Weapon, all four of them. You know, my favorite is the first one. But anyways, Friday, I go out to the club, right? I'm still talking about, you know, what's been going on with me between, you know, episode seven, which is today, and episode six, which, you know, happened like two weeks ago. I'm just telling you guys what's been going on with me. Um, but, you know, Friday, I go to the club, right? I go to the club, you know, have a good time, chill. And after, while I'm on my way home... I had a mean pothole, man. I had a mean pothole, and there's a rumble. After I hit the pothole, you know, I felt it. Oh, my God, it was such a mean pothole. I had no idea. I didn't see it. Nothing. I was on Sedgwick getting on the Deegan, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I hit this pothole. Bang! I hit this pothole, and I hear a rumble. My car is rumbling, and I got a flat. It's four o'clock in the morning. It's four o'clock in the morning, and I got a flat on my way home after the club. You know, I pull over to change the tire and put the spare on. You know, so uh, while, you know, during the process, you know, I jack up the car to get the tire off, you know, to get the car off the ground so I could take the tire off. And while I'm taking the while I'm taking out the spare out of the back of my car. You know, I put the messed up tire in 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 the trunk. Excuse me. I put the I put the messed up one back in the trunk. And while I'm stuffing the rim in the car, the car fell. The car fell with the rim. The car is on the ground. The rotor is on the ground. My car's on the ground. 
My jack is stuck under the car. And with no way for me to get the jack out, my, my, my jack is stuck. I can't lift the car. My car is on the ground. After I just jacked it up, you know, I took off the tire, took the spare out, you know, and then I put the old tire back in the trunk, you know, and while I'm stuffing it, you know, I'm pushing it, the car fell. The car is on the ground. Oh, Lord, Lord, it's, it's, oh, my God. I see the sun rising while this is happening, man. So the car is on the ground with no tire. You know, and, you know, my jack is stuck under the car with no way for me to get the jack out. I have to wave a car down. I borrow a cab driver's jack. You know, some Russian guy, this guy doesn't know English for nothing, but somehow he understands what I needed. You know, he understands what I needed. He had a customer in the car, too. You know, he just stopped and he pulls it out. He goes to his trunk. He pulls out his jack. He gives it to me. You know, I give him my number so I can meet up with him later and return it. And I was just so grateful. I was just so grateful, you know what I'm saying? Because I, because my car is stuck, you know. I'm I'm on my way home after the club, and it's just crazy, man. It's crazy what is happening to me right now, man. Um, after a great night, too, you know. I had a great night, you know. I danced, met some people, you know. It's just fun, man. It's just fun. And, uh, you know, this happens. And, you know, after this guy, you know, he gave me his jack. And he went on, you know, I prayed for the man. I prayed for the man while I was putting the jack up, you know, changing, you know, trying to get my car off the ground. You know, I was praying for the man, man, you know, because this man, he doesn't know me from a hole in the wall and he lent me his jack. You know, may may God bless that man, you know, and we'll fast forward to this day. We are here today after all this adversity. You know, we're still working to fulfill our destiny. I will be on ESPN. Believe me, I will. I will. I just got to get my head straight. You know, we are here today recording episode lucky number seven. You know, I'm still trying to get in rhythm. Um, and I would say, <clears throat> I would say, you know, all these all these events have happened, I feel, because I haven't been committed to the gym. You know, before we started the podcast, you know, I was going to the gym. I was, my mind was right. My body was right. But we started the podcast and then we forgot about the gym. Um, you know, I was, in really, I was in a really dark place, you know, like back in November, December, you know, those times last year. And, you know, the gym really got me out of it. You know, it, it, it strengthened my mind. It strengthened my body, you know, and I was feeling good about myself. Um, so I feel, you know, I've slacked on it, you know, I've slacked on it and everything, it's everything is just been a domino effect. You know, everything has just been crushing down. You know, I caught the flu, you know, my, the dents on my car, you know, I was, I was, I was overwhelming myself with the podcast. Um, you know, it's just, it's been a journey, man. It's been a journey, but we learn a lot, you know, it's crazy how we're still learning stuff about ourselves, but yeah, guys, you know. Uh, just wanted to let you know what was going on, um, but we are here, man. We made it. We made it. Episode seven, man. Lucky number seven, and uh, you know, I'm just so grateful. I'm just so grateful to be living another day. You know, I'm now I'm healthy. You know, even though my asthma is still acting up a little bit, um, you know, I'm still I'm still dealing with stuff. But you know, we made a return to the gym last night. 
We're going to make a return today, you know, after the Knicks. We're going to go again today after the Knicks game. Um, hopefully, it doesn't matter what, what the outcome of the Knicks game is, you know. But we're still going to go after after the Knicks game, you know. We got to get back into shape. Uh, we got to get our mind right, you know, and continue to improve, you know. And, uh, you know, let's just get into uh, let's get into it, man. Let's get right into it. Um, we're going to start off with some baseball. Um, we're going to, we're going to talk about the Yankees, the Mets. We're not going to go too in depth on them. Uh, because if I'm going to be honest, I haven't been watching much, but I've been reading, I've been getting the highlights. I've been focusing more on the Knicks, you know, cause this is a really crucial time for them. But, um, you know, we're going to talk about basketball, the Knicks, of course, and we're going to get into some Bible talk, man. We're going to get into some Bible talk. So, uh, you know, let's get right into it, man. Let's get it. Here we go, man. Episode 7, Baseball. All right, cool, guys. So we're going to talk about the Yankees real fast. Just a little quick stuff about what's been going on with the Yankees. Um, you know, the Yankees won today. You know, they won yesterday and today uh, against the Oakland Athletics. You know, the bats are coming back alive. You know, Judge is back in the lineup. He came back yesterday after suffering an injury to his hip um, while trying to steal a base, while trying to steal third. You know, very uh, kind of a knucklehead, you know, play. But, um, you know, you got to respect the aggression and, you know, his 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 hard, you know, his, his will to win, you know, this guy wants to win, you know, and he and he's willing to do anything to do it, you know. So, you know, he steals third, he slides, he slides very awkwardly and, you know, he's out. He goes on a 10-day IL and he makes his return yesterday and the Yankees have been struggling, you know, without him. You know, the offense have really been struggling. Um, the Yankees have been struggling, you know, they're currently last in the AL East division. Um, you know, they got six, uh, they're 21 and 17, uh, they're six and four in their last, uh, last 10 games, uh, currently eight and a half games behind, you know, the Tampa Bay Rays who are leading the division, uh, with 29 wins and eight losses. Uh, so that's, been, that's what's been going on with the Yankees, you know, the bats are coming alive, you know, they got two good wins today. Anthony Volpe, uh, the rookie, he had a grand slam today. Um, so the Yankees bats are finally coming back alive. You know, they got Harrison Bader, Harrison Bader came back and he's, and they've been four and two. They, they, well, if you include, uh, if you include today's game, they're five and two ever since he's made his return to the lineup. He's just a solid player, you know, great defensive player. And, uh, you know, his, his bat, his bat has been coming alive. He had a three run homer today, um, against the Oakland athletics in the first inning. So you know, having Bader back and having having Judge uh, really made an impact on the Yankees, and you know they're back on the winning they're back in the winning column. You know they got two two good wins against the Oakland Athletics. I I get it. You know it's the Oakland Athletics, probably the worst team in the MLB, but you know still the bats are coming back alive, and you know they look like they're getting back into rhythm. So um, shout out to the Yankees. Um, the Mets, however, ooh. Oh man, the Mets, the Metsy Mets Mets, the Metsy Mets Mets, man, the Mets, very disappointing in the Mets. You know, like I said in the last episode, you know, the pitching has been really horrible for the Mets. Um, but you know, you can't always blame everything on the pitching. 
you know, the hitters got to hit too. Everyone gets that chance to hit. And, uh, you know, the Mets haven't been hitting. The middle of the lineup has been kind of slacking. Um, Francisco, uh, they, I, I can't believe they're still leaving Tomas Nito in the lineup. Like, this guy is an automatic out. He's an automatic strikeout. His defense is not even that good. Finally, you know, uh, you know, uh, Buck Showalter is putting in Brett Beatty. Brett Beatty is doing his thing. He's a rookie. Well, he's a second-year ball player um, for the Mets. Um, he came last year late in the season, but I'm pretty sure he's a rookie this year, so he might be eligible to win the Rookie of the Year. But he's having a good uh, he's having a good stretch. Francisco Alvarez, another rookie catcher uh, for the Mets, is uh, he hit two home runs yesterday. But the Mets are losing. The Mets are currently 17 and 19, third in the NL East division, eight games behind the leading Atlanta Braves. So, you know, we'll talk more on the Mets in the following episode. Um, but you know, the Mets are slacking right now. Yankees, Yankees are waking up. Uh, the Mets are playing right now against, uh, the Cincinnati Reds. And, um, let me just give you a quick update. They're losing. (laughs) They're losing to the Cincinnati Reds. They have no hits so far. I know it's the first inning, but still they lost yesterday to the Cincinnati Reds and they got swept by the, the Detroit Tigers, probably another worst team in the league. Uh, they just haven't been beating up on these teams, man. The, the Mets haven't been hitting. They, they, they. The last game that they won was one to zero. That was the last game that they won. You see, so obviously the bats aren't coming alive. Uh, Max Scherzer, his he got scratched out of his start yesterday. You know, so who knows when he'll pitch again? Uh, Verlander threw five innings his first, uh, his first, uh, his first start, and they hit back to back homers off of him. I guess the Tigers, man. The Tigers. You know and you know who else hit a home run against him? Javier Baez. Probably one of the worst hitters in the MLB. Hit a home run off of freaking Justin Verlander. So, you know, the Mets pitching is really is really tough. And as I'm talking right now, it seems like uh, the Mets just tied it up in the top of the first. The Mets just tied it up off of uh, Homer from Pete Alonso. He now has 13. He now has 13 home runs on the season. Shout out to Pete Alonso, man. He's uh, you know, he's been doing his thing, but you know they can always do more. They can always do more. Uh, Lindor hasn't been hitting good, but um, you know it's it's a short, you know, it's a long season. Uh, I will, I do believe the Mets will be able to make the wild card. Um, you know the pitching just got to hold up and. You know, you, you always get a chance to hit, man. The same way they score runs is the same way you, you can score runs. You know what I'm saying? So, hopefully the Mets can get back on track. Hopefully stomp, you know, the the Cincinnati Reds. The next couple games, they're playing they're playing teams that are under 500, you know. So, this is this is the time where, you know, you can pad your, your, your record. You know, these are the games that you have to win. You know, they played... Uh, they played the Rockies, another team below 500, that they won uh, one out of three. Um, it's, it's just tough, man. It's tough to watch, you know, the the Mets. You know, they, they haven't been getting that hit. Um, but, you know, like I said, it's a long season, and, you know, the bats are going to come alive. I, I have no doubts. I'm going to keep putting – because when I was putting in the work, you know, the Mets were winning. Also, the Yankees were winning. So, you know – it's on me too, man. It's on me. You know, I have to put in the work. I have to, you know, make the podcast. 
you know, so these guys can succeed too, you know, we all work together, we all grind together, you know, we ride together, we die together, you know what I'm saying, um, but uh, let's go on to the, let's go on to the league leaders, um, last time in episode six, you know, we talked about the league leaders, every time we do the first episode of the week, we're gonna talk about the league leaders, okay, um, so here we go, we're gonna talk about batting, par- uh, batting leaders right now, uh, um, the highest average in the MLB right now is Luis Arias. I'm pretty sure he was the 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 leader in average last time we were talking. He's currently batting 398. Ooh, what a solid stud, man. 398. Um, the league leaders in home runs. We got number one, Pete Alonzo. Let's go. We got my boy Pete Alonzo leading the league in home runs with 13. You know, he had 12, but he just hit the 13th uh, today, which put him at number one. So shout out to uh, shout out to Pete Alonzo, man. Shout out to Pete Alonzo. Um, now we're going to talk about RBIs. Who's the league leaders in RBIs? We got Adolis Garcia from the Texas Rangers. He's leading the league in RBIs with 36. Um, we got my boy Pete Alonzo top five with 30. Um, sooner or later, Lindor is going to come up. You know, he has 27 right now, but he's been slacking, man. He's been slacking. His bat is going to come alive soon, and he's going to be top 10 by the time the season ends, man. I'm I'm pretty sure of it, man. So we got RBIs. Uh, stolen bases. Um, we got Ruiz. Um, this guy from the, from the Oakland Athletics. I'm clicking his name right now to see his full name. Uh, his name is Esteuri. Esteuri. Ruiz sound mad Dominican. Of course, he's from Dominican. Uh, he's from the Dominican Republic. Um, he's my age, so shout out to this guy. You know, he's he's a uh, he's he's cool. So shout out to him. He plays center. He he's leading the league in stolen bases with seventeen. So shout out to Esteuri, Esteuri, Esteuri Ruiz. Um, now we're gonna go into some pitching. Um. League leader in ERA, Sonny Gray. I'm pretty sure Sonny Gray was the league leader in ERA last week, too. Um, so he's having a solid season with the Minnesota Twins. Um, leading the league in W's, you know, wins, is Shane McLachlan. Shane McClanahan. Shane McClanahan. Um, he plays for the Tampa Bay Rays, and he's leading the league with wins with seven. A strikeouts. We're talking about strikeouts now. The league leaders in strikeouts. We got Kevin Galsman and Spencer Spencer Strider uh, tied for the league leading 67 strikeouts in the league. Um, Kevin Galsman is from the Toronto Blue Jays. And Spencer Spencer Strider is, uh, is a rival of ours on the Atlanta Braves, man. So, you know, we got my boy Garrett Cole top five with 58. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to finish top five. Um, you know, Garrett Cole is a stud. Um, but, yeah, shout out to Kevin Gosman leading the league in, uh, in strikeouts and Spencer Strider. Shout out to those two guys. And last thing we're going to talk about is the, the league leaders in saves. Uh, we got Emmanuel Class A. Emmanuel Class A from the Cleveland Guardians. Um, also known as the Cleveland Indians, you know, from back in the day. Um, he's leading the league in saves with 13. 13 saves. 13 saves on the season 
for Emmanuel Class A. And uh, that's all for the league leaders. Um, another thing we're going to incorporate is talking about the league standings. Like who are the standing, who are the best teams in the league right now? Um, so we're going to start off with the American League. So there's two leagues. There's the American League and the National League. I don't know the difference. I mean, I know there's different teams, but I'm I'm not too sure what divided the two teams up. I mean, what divided the two leagues up? I don't understand American League and National League. I don't understand it. Never did. Um, maybe we'll find out about it um, in the next episode. But um, in the American League East... Um, so there's uh, there's three divisions in the American League: the East, the Central, and the West. Same thing for the National League: the East, the Central, and the West. Um, and now we're gonna talk about the leaders. Uh, the Yankees play in the American League East. Um, the American League East, I think, is the toughest division in in MLB. You know, these guys are these guys are studs, man. Is 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 these guys are all over five hundred and you know the Yankees are in fifth place with a record of twenty-one and seventeen, but the Minnesota Timberwolves are in first place. I mean, not the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm sorry, the Minnesota Twins are in first place with a record of nineteen and seventeen. So that tells you a bit about the competition and the division. But nonetheless, here are the league leaders, uh, the league standings currently as of today. Uh, in the American League East, we got the Tampa Bay Rays in first place with 29 wins and 8 losses. In the American League Central, we have the Minnesota Twins with 19 wins and 17 losses in first place in the American League Central. In the American League West, we have the Texas Rangers who are first place. Nobody saw this coming uh, with 22 wins and 14 losses. <coughs> Now on to the to the nas- National League. <coughs> Sorry guys. Oh man, I'm 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 disgusted. Sorry. I'm just dying over here, man. You you, you know, I just got to go, we got to fight through it, man. We got to fight through it. Um in the National League East, uh we got the Atlanta Braves leading. Oh man. All right, cool guys. We're back. Um you know, I took a little break cuz you know, I was coughing a little, but it's all good, man. In the National League East, we got the Atlanta Braves leading the, the division with 25 wins and 11 losses. Uh, the New York Mets are in this division, and they're eight games behind the first place spot. Um, they're 17 and 19 currently. Um, the National League Central, uh, we got the Pittsburgh Pirates leading the, leading the division with 21 wins and 17 losses. Um... The National League West, we have the Los Angeles Dodgers leading the division with 23 wins and 15 losses. Um, so that's our that's it for baseball. That's our league leaders. That's our 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 league standings, our league leaders. We got the Yankees, we got the Mets covered. Now let's go into some basketball talk, man. Let's go into the basketball talk and let's go into it, man. Let's get it. Oh yeah, baby, we're into basketball, man. I've been watching a lot of basketball, even though I have I've been away, you know, from from the podcast for a couple of weeks. I still haven't. I 
I haven't given up on the sports, man. I'm always watching sports. I'm always reading about it. Of course, I'm watching every Knicks game. I'm watching any basketball game I can, I can, uh, I can watch. You know, the basketball, uh, the playoffs are, are a little interesting. You know, I th- I thought it was bad at first, but you know, it's pretty interesting. You know, um, you know the 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 games have been pretty good. You know, so we're gonna get into the playoff picture of who's standing where and uh, you know what's going on in the playoffs right now in the NBA. <clears throat> okay. So while the brackets load, um, so currently um, in the Eastern Conference, uh, we got four teams. We got the Heat, the Knicks, the Sixers, and the Celtics. Uh, The Heat and the Knicks, um, the Heat are currently leading the series 3-1. to It pains me to say this, you know, because I had the Knicks winning in five, but it looks like they're going to have to win it in seven. But, um, you know, the Knicks... Are down in the series three to one. Um, the other Eastern Conference team, we have the 76ers up on the Celtics three to two. Uh-oh. The West, the Western Conference, we got the Denver Nuggets against the Suns. Denver is leading the series three to two. And the last series in the Western Conference are the Warriors and the Lakers. And the Los Angeles Lakers are leading this series 3-1 to with a chance to close it later tonight. So we got... Oh, come on. So we got some good stuff, you know. We got some good games. But let's just get right into the Knicks, man. Let's get right into New York Knickerbocker basketball. And we're just going to talk about each game going on from the next game. I saw game one. Game one, I was sick with the flu. It was a Sunday, I remember. And uh, the Knicks lost. The Knicks lost that game. It was a very close game. The Knicks were in control most of the game. But, you know, the Heat, they remain poised. Kyle Lowry had a good game. You know, he really killed us that game. And the Knicks, and the Knicks end up losing that game and dropping off the first game. Uh, the the second game, you know, Julius Randle made his return, and uh, Jimmy Butler wasn't playing. Jimmy Butler was out the second game, even though he tried to tell his teammates that he wanted to play, but he sat out the second game with a with a messed up ankle. Um, the Knicks went on to win that game. It was very close um, without Jimmy Butler, so. You know, it tells you what kind of series that the Knicks are having, man. They they're not looking like themselves. It's just it's very tough. Um, you know, the Knicks ended up winning that game in the fourth quarter. Brunson came alive. Um, Isaiah Hartenstein got a lot of offensive rebounds for us, and uh, you know they ended up tying the series. Game three, I don't even want to talk about game three, man. Game three, I don't know what the hell happened with the Knicks. What was going on? But they got spanked that game. They got smoked that game. And I don't even want to talk about that game. Horrible performance from the Knicks uh, game game three. Um, in game four, I wrote what was going on. I wrote down what was going on in game one. But here's my take on game three. You know, he are such a scary team. You know, maybe because I'm a Knicks fan and they currently have a, a 
They currently have a game lead. Now it's a two-game lead um, ahead of us. But the Heat are scaring me, man. The Heat are looking really good. The Heat are looking really good. They have a chance, um, you know, to win the whole thing. They have a chance, you know. But the Sixers are also looking good, too. But, all right, nonetheless, you know, I think they have what it takes to take it all. You know, the the New York, the 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 Miami Heat. You know, they have playoff Jimmy Butler. You know, this guy turns into a different animal when it comes to the playoffs, man. And he just attracts too much. He just attracts so much attention, you know. And he's surrounded by shooters to dish it off. You know, when the double comes, these guys have such good ball movement, and they're always finding the open shooter, man. These guys are killing us. You know, they got they got Kevin Love. They have Duncan Robinson. They got Max Struess, Gabe Vincent. I mean, I can go on and on, baby. These guys have shooters out the wazoo. The Knicks have the worst three-point percentage in the playoffs. Yep. They have the worst three-point percentage in the playoffs. Horrible. The Knicks cannot shoot the three for nothing. They can't shoot the three for nothing. You know, the only shooter who can consistently lock it down is Quentin Grimes. You know, Brunson is supposed to be a good shooter from 3-2, but he's slacking. Randall was in the three-point contest, but he's not consistent. You know how Julius Randall plays. He just He's not a good shooter. You know, also the Heat, they also have a Hall of Fame coach. I'm not saying I'm not hating on Tom Thibodeau. You know, I do question his rotations, um, his 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 play calling, um, who he brings in, you know, just the rotations in general. I do question it, but you know, Eric Spolstra, this guy's won championships, man. This guy has won championships. He's won three championships with the Miami Heat. He's one of the best coaches of all time. Eric Spolstra. He's a He's a Hall of Fame coach. You know, he adjusts. He has great rotations. He He's just a great coach. He's just a great coach. You know, so we're going to talk about the Knicks in game three. You know, the, fic, the, the first half, the Knicks are having trouble knocking down the three, of course. And they're turning over the ball a lot. You know, the Knicks are down 48 to 56. You know, I like how, I like how Tom Thibodeau made an adjustment. Uh, he put Quentin Grimes to start over Hart because when the Knicks were winning, they had him coming off the bench, you know, bringing energy, um, you know, and Quentin Grimes was being aggressive, getting more touches. But, you know, it hasn't it hasn't been working with putting Josh Hart in the starting lineup. So they sat him down. You know, Randall had a solid start in the first half with 12 points, five rebounds. Um, but the Heat are shooting good from deep, man. They're shooting 50% from three-point at the half. You know, Brunson, he had an all-right first half with, with 13 points and six assists. Bam Adebayo is killing us. Bam Adebayo is killing us. He has 16 points. The Heat were dominating in the first half. But the Knicks, you know, they're clinging on. They're clinging, you know, to an eight-point deficit, looking to bounce back in the second half. My keys for them to win is to keep the starting lineup together. You know, they shot good in the first quarter. RJ has to be more aggressive. Um, Randall has to make quick decisions and be our superstar, man. Brunson's got to knock down some timely threes. And again, drive and draw contact because that's his game. His mid-range game, uh, his floater game, that's his game right there. 
And and lastly, they got to defend the three-point line, man. These guys have shooters everywhere out the wazoo, and, you know, the heat, they can knock it down every single time. It's, it's crazy how this team came alive in the playoffs, and they made no noise in the regular season. These guys were a... They're all, they were on the brink of elimination in the play in the play in. In the play in, they almost got eliminated. They lost the first game of the play in to the Atlanta Hawks, and then they come back and they and they were down like eleven points with like three minutes left, and then they win, and then they beat the one seeded Milwaukee Bucks, who were the favorites to win it all. Like, this Miami Heat team came out of nowhere. You know, and this just shows that this is this is going to hurt the NBA. This is really going to hurt the NBA because it just shows that the regular season is just meaningless. It's, it's really meaningless. You know, you got the Lakers coming in. They're in, the semi, they're in the semifinals of the Western Conference. I mean, yeah, of the Western Conference. And they're the seventh seed. They played in the play-in, too. Like, this just shows, like, the NBA... The regular season means nothing, and it's sad, man. It's sad. I feel, I feel bad. I I feel bad. Um, I don't I don't like where the hen where where the NBA is is heading. You know, the only reason I'm watching this playoffs is because you know the Knicks are in it, and you know it's my job. It's my job to watch the Knicks and to know what's going on in the league. But uh, it's it's tough, man. It's tough. It's tough to watch basketball these days, man. It's tough. Um, but you know. Back to what I was saying, the Knicks, they got to rotate and communicate, you know, and defend the three-point line, man. The Knicks season is is on the line right now, man. It's on the line. Um, But here we go to the, the, the second half. You know, what a bullshit second half. Excuse my French. What a BS second half, man. You got the refs calling BS on the Knicks. Randall and Josh Hart, they both get fouled out. Randall, uh, Jalen Brunson had four fouls. It was just tough to watch. It was just tough to watch. It's horrible how the how the refs can uh, can affect the game. You know, nonetheless, the Knicks they got outworked in the fourth quarter. They gave up eight offensive rebounds and they only had one in that whole quarter. They simply got outworked. And the Heat, of course, what they doing? They hitting threes from deep. The Knicks have no shooters. They're relying on the two points. And the Heat just keep knocking down threes, man. The Heat just keep knocking down threes, man. Like, it's crazy. They have, oh, my God. The, uh, I have, I, if I'm going to be very honest, I have no confidence. I have no confidence that the Knicks are going to come back and win in seven games. They just, they, they haven't looked right all series. Um, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm very sad. I'm devastated. You know, this is, this is, this is what I've been dealing with. You know, I've been dealing with this. You know, I've been dealing with the Yankees losing, the Mets losing, the Knicks getting spanked. I've just been dealing with this stuff, man. <coughs> you know, my flat tire and and all this stuff. You know, I just, it's just crazy. It's crazy, man. I'm just devastated, man. You know the. The Heat continue to hate threes. You know, they the, the Knicks are struggling on offense, you know. The Heat played great defense. You know, I was saying the Knicks in five, but it's looking like the Heat in five, if I'm not going to be, if I'm going to be honest, you know. The Heat are just playing great team basketball right now, and, and the Knicks have no answer. You know, Kyle Lowry, 
This guy has had a, he's had an impact on this series, man. He's been killing us. In the first game, he killed us. Uh, game four, he also killed us. This guy, Kalen Martin, is is also killing us. You know, the Knicks lose 109 to 101 and are down 3-1 in the series, man. It's, just, it's tough to watch. It's tough to watch. Really tough to watch, man. You know, and we're just going to do a, a little preview for the game, you know. For the, the the Knicks to win this game, they they got it. They got to knock down threes, man. They got to knock down threes. Got to have shooters out there. Mitchell Robinson's got to have a big game. He's got to get a lot of offensive boards. He got to get some blocks. Uh, Brunson's got to have a huge game. And and Randall, man, I don't, I don't want to. I hate saying that name, Julius Randall. I like the first name Julius. I like that name. You know, I think it's a cool name. But Julius Randall, I'm not a fan of the guy, man. He's just. He is statistically horrible in the playoffs. He shoots 36% from the field in the playoffs. Like, this guy is just afraid of the playoffs. I don't know what's going on with this guy, man, when it comes to the playoffs. he's He had a horrible game. He had a horrible game three, horrible game four. You know, and it's just uh, it's tough, man. It's tough. The, the Knicks are going to chew him up. I mean, the Knicks fans are going to chew him up, man. They're going to boo the hell out of this guy if he doesn't make noise today. You know, he this is this is this guy is supposed to be our superstar and he's not playing like one. Not even close. Not even close, Randall, man. You know, so uh I just want to pray. Let's let us pray for the Knicks real fast, okay? Um I've been I've been get I've been trying to get better at praying. You know, I prayed for KD. Um, a couple of days ago <laughs> for my friend, but, um, you know, let us pray. Let me, let me start off the prayer. Let us, let us all bow our heads in the name of the Lord. We thank you. We thank you for giving the Knicks the opportunity to play another game in the playoffs and in the semi, in the semi Eastern conference finals. We thank you. Let us pray for, uh, Julius Randall. Let us pray for Julius Randle. Let us, let, let, God, please show him the way. Show him what has to be done for, for him to carry the Knicks. I'm sorry if it, I'm sorry if it's bad, but, you know, we're just going to say what's coming out of our head, guys. Let us pray for Julius Randle and that he has an amazing performance today in front of the Knicks crowd in what could potentially be their last game in New York. You know, let Randle solidify himself you know let randall be the superstar that he is you know please show him the way lord please allow him to pass the ball please allow him to knock down shots you know but it's not all him it's not all on him god let brunson brunson also let brunson have a good game let brunson be aggressive you know bless him you know, he's been the heart and soul of this team. Jalen Brunson, he's been the heart and soul of this team. You know, we pray for his health. We pray that he makes it through the game. Um, we pray, pray for Tom Thibodeau. You know, we hope that he doesn't catch a heart attack watching this next team play. We pray that he, you know, does good rotations. You know, good has a has a solid game plan that can combat this heat because Eric Spolstra right now is killing us. God, he's killing us. Eric Spolstra, 
is dominating the coaching against Tom Thibodeau. You know, Tom Thibodeau just has no answer for Eric Spolster's moves and adjustments. But please, show him the way, God. God, bless this team. Bless this team as they play with a lot of heart. You know, they want to win. They play with some heart. But they play hard, you know. Even though they haven't been playing hard the last couple weeks, but it's whatever, it's whatever, God. You know, whatever you want to happen is whatever should happen. You know, but I just ask that you bless this team. You take care of this team. You 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 stand with this team. You be with this team. Because there's nothing more, you know, when the Knicks are doing good in basketball, you know, the world is good. You know, the New York fans deserve this. You know, the Knicks haven't won a championship in like the 70s or the 60s, man. Since they had Walt Clyde Flazier. I'm sorry, God, you know, for using a prayer for the Knicks, but this is, you know, this is what we pray for. And I just want to thank you for listening, um, for listening to my prayers uh, for the New York Knicks. But uh, we pray for the New York Knicks. Like I said, Lord, you know, bless them, guide them, be with them, lead them. And, uh, you know, things will be okay. In the name of the Lord, amen. Okay, beautiful prayer, you know. That is a great entryway into our Bible talk. Bible talk, we will read the word of the Lord. And uh, here we go. Here we go. We're going to get right into it. I'm going to have like a... Like a theme song coming in, like a hee hee. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> All right, let me stop. But you know, let's get into it. You know, we left off at Genesis twelve, and this is this is the beginning. You know, this is the beginning of something special. As you can hear, the ice cream is in the background. We are fifty minutes in the podcast. This podcast was a little sloppy. I admit it, but you know, we just we're getting back into rhythm, man. We've been off for two weeks. But, you know, let's get right into it. We're going to get right into the Bible talk. And uh, here it is, man. Here it is. God calls Abram. God calls Abram. The Lord, the Lord said to Abram, leave your country and your people. Leave your father's family and go to the country that I will show you. I will build a, I will build a great nation for you, from you. I will bless you and make your name famous. People you people will use your name to bless other people. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse you. I will use you to bless all the people on earth. God said to Abraham. <coughs> Abraham goes to Canaan. So Abraham left Haran, just like the Lord said, and Lot went with him. Abraham was 75 years old when he left Haran. He took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, all the slaves and all the other things he had gotten in Haran. Then he and his group moved to the land of Canaan. 
Abraham traveled through the land as far as the town of Shechem and then to the big tree at Morah. The Canaanites were living in the land at the time. The Lord appeared to Abraham and said, I will give this land to your descendants. Abraham built an altar to honor the Lord who appeared to him there. Then he left that place and traveled to the mountains east of Bethel. He set up his tent there. Bethel was to the west and Ai was to the east. Abraham built another altar at the place to honor the Lord and he worshiped the Lord there. Then he moved on toward Negev, stopping for a time at several places on the way. Abraham in Egypt. During this time, there was not enough food in the land, so Abraham went down to Egypt to live. Just before they arrived in Egypt, Abraham told Sarai, Look, I know that you are a very beautiful woman. When the Egyptian men see you, they will say, This woman is his wife. Then they will kill me and keep you alive because they want you. So tell them that you are my sister. Then they will be good to me because of you. In this way, you will save my life. So when Abraham went into Egypt, the Egyptian men saw that Sarai was a very beautiful woman. Even some of Pharaoh's officials noticed her and told Pharaoh how beautiful she was. So they took her to the Pharaoh's house. Pharaoh was kind to Abram because he thought Abram was Sarai's brother. He gave Abram sheep, cattle, donkeys, camels, and men and women servants. Pharaoh took Abram's wife, so the Lord caused Pharaoh and all the people in the house to have very bad diseases. Pharaoh called Abram and said to him, You have done a very bad thing to me. Why didn't you tell me Sarai was your wife, you said? She is my sister. Why did you say that? I took her so that she could be my wife, but now I give your wife back to you. Take her and go. Then Pharaoh commanded his men to lead Abram out of Egypt. So Abram and his wife left that place and took everything they had with them. Uh-oh. Abram returns to Canaan. So Abram left Egypt. You know, he traveled through the Negev with his wife and everything he owned. Lot was also with them. At this time, Abram was very rich. He had many animals and much silver and gold. Abram continued traveling around. He left the Negev and went back to Bethel. He went to the place between the city of Bethel and Ai, where he and his family had camped before. This was where Abram built an altar earlier, so he worshipped the Lord there. Abram and Lot separate. Separate. Uh-oh. During this time, Lot was also traveling with Abram. Lot had many animals in tents. Abram and Lot had so many animals that the land could not support both of them together. The Canaanites and, you know, the Perizzites were also living in this land at the same time. 
So, you know, they had so many animals that the land could not support them both together. The shepherds of Abraham and Lot began to argue. So Abraham said to Lot, there should be no arguing between you and me or between your people and my people. We are all brothers. We should separate. You can choose any place you want. If you go to the left, I will go to the right. If you go to the right, I will go to the left. Lot looked and saw the whole Jordan Valley. He saw that there was much water there. So Lot chose to live in the Jordan Valley. The two men separated, and Lot began traveling east. Abraham stayed in the land of Canaan, and Lot lived among the cities in the valley. Lot moved as far as Saddam and made his camp there. The Lord knew that the people of Saddam were very evil sinners. After Lot left, the Lord said, Abram, look around you. Look north, south, east, and west. All this land that you see, I will give to you and your people who lived after you. This will be your land forever. I will make your people so many that they will be like the dust of the earth. If people could count all the particles of dust on earth, they could count your people. So go, walk through the land. I now give it to you. So Abraham moved his tents. He went to live near the big trees of memory. This was near the city of Hebron. There he built an altar to honor the Lord. So we're going to stop here, guys. We're going to stop here. You know, we're going to stop at... um. Genesis chapter 14. We're going to stop there. You know, we're going to we're going to conclude the episode here is about to be an hour. You know, the Knicks are about to play and you know, I want to catch the game. I want to I want to see the Knicks, man. You know, I want to I want to fight with the Knicks. I want to be there with them, you know, through it all. And, you know, hopefully they don't get eliminated today. If they don't get eliminated today, we will make an episode before game 6. No, no, no. We won't do that. No. But um, we're going to conclude the episode. But I would also like to mention that, um, you know, since the Bible is uh, is so very long, I am going to record sessions of me just reading the Bible. That is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to record sessions of me reading the Bible, you know, so we can get more and more Bible, you know, in the in, in the podcast, you know. If if we're not feeling good, you know, if we're not, if we're not, um, you know, if we're not watching too much sports, as as long as you know we're putting something out there and reading the Bible together, you know, I I, I think it'll be a great idea. Um, so here and there, you know, I will drop episodes of me just reading the Bible, and it would it would be titled, you know, Bible talk, Bible read, you know, and so on and so forth. Um, so you know. A cool thing, if the Knicks win, if the Knicks force a game, uh, game six, um, you know, I will do a Bible, I will do a Bible episode tomorrow if the Knicks force a game six. If not, you know, we'll release one before the weekend is over. Um, but yeah, that's just gonna, that's just gonna be something I'm gonna incorporate because the Bible is very long. So, you know, we gotta spend more time on it. 
Um, you know, I want to read the Bible with you guys. I want to share the Lord's word. Um, but nonetheless, you know, thank you so much. You know, we made it through episode seven. I know episode seven wasn't the best episode, but, you know, we still did it. You know, after all the adversity, after this journey, man, this journey, you know, is, is such a long journey. And, you know, we're just going to have fun with it. Uh, we're going to make the best of it. You know, I'm very happy. I'm very happy I was able to get through this episode. You know, I'm sorry for the coughing. I'm sorry for the burping that happened. But, you know, I'm just so glad that we were able to get this episode out, you know, after everything that's happening, after everything I'm going through, um, you know, it's just life. You know, if you if you ever see me and you know me in person and, and you hear me saying like life, man, just life. If you ever hear me saying that, just know, you know, I'm thinking about something. I'm going through something in the head. But, you know, it it is what it is. You know, I just want to thank you guys uh, for coming along this journey for me, you know. I will get into rhythm. You know, I'm going to get into rhythm soon. I'm soon going to lock in. You know, uh, everything is happening for a reason for me to lock in and, you know, focus on my episode and commit to my podcast. Um, but, you know, nonetheless, thank you guys so much. Uh, you guys have been wonderful. Um, uh, yeah. Sports with Jesus, baby. Episode 7 concluded. Bye-bye. No vemos. We'll see you. I'll see you in episode eight. If the Knicks win today, I'll see you in Bible talk. Bye-bye, guys.